Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is episode 12 of Why Are People Into That? A podcast for the sexually curious. I am your host, Tina Horn, and my guest for episode 12 is Nayland, an incredible interdisciplinary artist and bona fide pervert. He wanted to talk about chastity, a kink subject that I personally find pretty mysterious and fascinating. How exactly do you get a sexual thrill from being denied orgasm? Nayland surprised me by actually wearing a stainless steel chastity device during this recording, so I think it's safe to say he's pretty qualified to explain why people love it when they just can't get no satisfaction. You can listen to every episode of Why Are People Into That for free on our fancy website, whyarepeopleintothat.com, where each episode has a different sexy subject and charismatic guest. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, at Into That Podcast, and at Tina Horns Ass. You can also subscribe on iTunes, and if you can just take a few seconds to rate us, it can boost us up so more people can learn about all of the whys and wherefores of human sexuality. So, buckle into your iron panties and throw away the key as we investigate why are people into chastity? Hi. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> it's going all right. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm great. I managed to um, sleazily um, convince you to uh, get into my bed. <laughs> I know. We're here, according to the fan, we're in the comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> very. <laughs> Isn't that thing I, so yes. good? I honestly, I was st- I was living in a. Um, in a house with a bunch of people and somebody left that fan behind and I was like, this is a vast improvement over my mm-hmm. big plastic fan if for no other reason than it says comfort zone Yes, yeah. I feel so much safer than, than when I was recording around that danger zone fan. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, God. No, you don't want to be in the danger zone fan. No, God. When I was younger, I always used to really be worried that I was going to lose my, my finger in a fan. That's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm just, like, klutzy like that. I was always, mm-hmm. like, coffee grinder, fan, that, so that's, you know, this this fan is a safe space. Mm-hmm. You're in a safe space now. Yeah, I still have that with my coffee grinder. Yeah. I, like, have to make, I have to unplug it mm-hmm. before I even go blenders. I'm, like, 
This is not how I'm gonna lose my writing yeah. hand. Yeah, I w well, I was a shop, uh, shop steward in college, so I'm I'm big on fear of power tools. I think fear of power tools keeps you. It's very healthy. Keeps you whole. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, conveniently um, for everyone, my my bed is the cushiest most cozy place for good sound mm -hmm. um in in uh that i know of in all of new york city <laughs> so here we are um and i'm so happy to have you uh not only in my bed but on the show um, thank you thanks uh, you're actually my first cis male guest i realized the other day wow so i just went straight to the top i think well <laughs> <laughs> Not by design. It wasn't by design. I mean, I, you know, it's not like, I'm, I'm not like, there's no misandry going on around here, but I just, I just, uh, you know, you're I, just the first. Well, somebody had to be. Yeah, that, definitely, definitely. You never forget well, I'm, your first. I'm honored. I'm honored. Um, as, as I'm known among, you know, uh, as I'm known among many of my friends as the exception. Mm, mm -hmm. So who knows? I may end up being the only one. <laughs> well, <laughs> hopefully it will grow. Hopefully people will be influenced by you and they'll start their own, um, I hope so. Exceptional, um, clans. Um, but anyway, so, so Naylan is a really amazing artist. I, uh, uh, multi interdisciplinary artist maybe that's like an mm -hmm. under, understatement um but also um recognized and appreciated in your own time i think which is always i nice i have been very lucky to um get uh, a positive reception for doing the things i enjoy doing i guess is the the thing the the way that i tend to put it um and, uh, and, and yeah, that, that has, um, I've been very fortunate in that, in that regard. So the, it's a lot easier to see my work than it is of many other people. And so what, before we dive into the episode subject, what for you is because, and then I know you. I'm familiar with your art, but I also know you through um, sort of like sexual counterculture communities and like mm -hmm. ed education communities and leather communities. So, what, um, where in your life was the connection between um, uh, being an artist and um, and being a pervert? I, I think it was always there. Yeah. Um, I think that um, I, one way to define kink is that it is sexuality with thought, mm. which means that it's cultural mm -hmm. and that it's this, it, you know, people are consciously making meaning with the way that they fuck. And, and bless, that's, bless you, sir. And so it's, <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, so, so that it's the same thing as, uh, as making art to me they they've always been on a continuum and i think that one of the things that has been perhaps difficult um for me or a question that i continually ask myself is if something is going on in one area of my life 
why am I not uh, uh, looking at it in uh, my other work? Mm-hmm. So it's it's about trying to be, uh, you know, honest about all of those things. And integrating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Fuck yeah. That's groovy, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm sure we could talk about um, sex and art until we're blue in the face, um, but uh, you're here today mm-hmm. um, to answer the question or uh, explore with me the question, why are people into chastity, um, which is mm-hmm. a little, that's so veering off into mm-hmm. talking about um, chastity. So when um, when I think of chastity, I I think about a couple of things. I think about, um, I mean, I guess it was first introduced to me as a fetish by clients who would come to me and say, I'm going to buy a CB 3000 mm-hmm. and I'm going to, and you're going to put it on me and mm-hmm. then I'm going to give you the key and you know, mm-hmm. you're going to swallow it or you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you're going to like give it to your boyfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, and, um, and then you're going to be in complete control. Mm-hmm. Like the clash say. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, and I, I was always kind of like, okay, I'm like game for anything. Like, mm-hmm. sh- sure. You want to, you want to buy this fancy device? Like, you know, uh, fine. But, uh, more often than not, the idea of it and talking about it was what was, uh, I, I met very few people who were willing to actually go there. Cause I was always game. I was like, really? g- I was like, give me the motherfucking key. But they were, they wouldn't, they huh. wouldn't. Yeah, so that was a lot of what I experienced. Interesting. Well, I mean, I suppose it's like anything. People, for anything that you could name, there are many more people who are interested in the fantasy than necessarily in the experience. But Which is fine. Yeah, and I would say that we're, we're in an interesting um, point right now, and I think, it's the, I think it's the place that vibrators hit 10 years ago uh-huh. or maybe like 15 years ago where suddenly they're they stopped pretending that they were massagers right and you had you had people who were like no these are supposed to be insertable so we should use materials that you can do that with and right. they should be powerful and they shouldn't run on crappy batteries and all that stuff and this sort of confluence of an informed market and a a, a sort of willing technology designers came together to like completely change the way that that vibrators are designed and sold and consumed and now so you feel like that's happening right now i think that with, we're ha- that's happening that the now tipping point of yeah i think it's happening now chastity with, devices. with particularly with male chastity devices and mm-hmm. and i guess i should say that there's the oh, the overwhelming amount of my experience with this is uh, is um, is male chastity. Okay, do you remember perhaps the silliest of all the very silly movies that Mel Brooks made? Do you remember? Have you seen the movie Robin Hood Men in Tights? I have not, unfortunately. Oh, I mean, it's 
it's it's it's very silly again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like of you know, mm-hmm. even sillier than than Blazing Saddles, which is saying something. Mm. Um, uh, and I was uh, very young when it came out. Um, but there is a. I was thinking about this subject uh, earlier today, and I just I realized that I kept thinking of there's a scene in the, in Robin Hood Men in Tights, or there's this like running gag where Maid Marian has. Mm. A, a chastity belt, mm-hmm. but there's this like visual gag where she like steps out of the um, bubble bath, and it's like a full, it's like a full pant, like iron panty, right, with like a big giant lock in the center of it, right. It's like a heart shaped lock, and it mm-hmm. actually says, I think it says Everlast on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so you know, there's this joke that like her one true love is going to be the one who can put the key in the mm-hmm, hole mm-hmm. and unlock her her chastity device, um, and. Uh, Anyway, that's what I think of when I think of female chastity devices is like iron Mm -hmm. panties. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I I don't know if I've ever seen those for sale, but I've definitely seen CB three thousands for sale. So, um, and we can also talk about the difference between the like chastity devices versus all of the things that you might do with orgasm control that Mm -hmm. wouldn't necessarily um, involve the the devices, but. before we do, I guess maybe I should ask you, like, what is your definition of chastity as a sexual fetish? Well, it um, it's really tied to orgasm control. Mm-hmm. It is um, being, um, you know, basically through wearing a device or through orders being... Uh, restricted from achieving orgasm. Yeah. And and arousal, I guess, in more in cases. depending on the device you have, yes, ad- arousal as well. So can you describe a couple of of male chastity devices that you've encountered? Uh sure. <laughs> Like imagine somebody's I'm, listening and they're yes. like, "What the fuck are they talking I'm, about?" I'm, like, I'm laughing because I'm wearing one now. Oh, <laughs> which How may apropos. which may answer why this topic was one on that your came mind, to mind when, I... when you asked what I could talk about. Oh, that's cool. Um, Wait, can I ask how long you've been wearing it? Uh, uh, this time around, I've been wearing it for. Um. Gosh, I would say a little over three weeks. Okay. Cool. So, how you doing? Not my longest. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about that. Um, it's uh, it, yeah. Okay, why don't so I? Why, why don't we go back to the about, first question? Okay. Yes. yes about yes, like do. <laughs> about how they function. Yeah. Um. Most devices at this point um, break into two camps. One that, um, like Maid Marian's, sort of completely covers the genitals. <laughs> I'm sorry. And is locked um, so that there's no... And, it, and it's made of a, a material that is rigid enough so that it's not possible to stimulate your dick. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, so usually those are in, in the form of some sort of a belt. They look like, 
you know, you're wearing like a, like an athletic cup or something. Okay. Um, and then, um, the, the much more, um, prevalent design at this point is, uh, something that, uh, works as like a cock ring. Okay. And then has a, um, uh, another portion that attaches to it that covers uh, the shaft. Is it so? Does it of the work penis? As... So it holds. So it it sort of holds the 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 um, cock down, um, and uh, because of its outside diameter, it doesn't allow that much blood to flow into the cock. Right. And then um, that was that was my question about because yeah. with cock rings the idea is to compress the blood vessels that are right. um, that are flowing um, right. out but not in right. So it doesn't uh, um, it uh, it's you wear a size that is large enough to sort of fit around your cock and balls so it doesn't fall off from the front. But not to compress, because the point of a cock ring is actually to, to, sort to of keep the you hard, right? The, to yeah. keep you hard once and you get to, hard. Yeah, yeah, to keep the the, the blood vessels, um, to constrict the blood vessels that would bring um, blood yeah. out of the yeah. out of the penis. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so works like a cock ring, but not in the compression sense, just in right. the sense of right. holding it holding it on. Okay. Yeah. So not super tight. Right. And then the material, um, you know, uh, metal or Plastic or silicone mm-hmm. is there to um, keep you know uh, keep you from feeling much of anything. Right, right, right. So it's like a sensory deprivation tank for your yeah, cock. In a way, yes. So your, does your cock yeah. start like hallucinating? <laughs> well, I mean, the here's the first thing we should say okay. is that like. Dicks are ludicrous. They truly they, uh, are. They are. Thank you for saying like, it so I didn't have to. They are complete. I love I mean, them. It, yes. I love how ludicrous. They're, just like, they're adorable, like, lo- but they ludicrous. are like. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. I love ludicrous things. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. yeah, I'm. But I'm totally like. I believe that the, you know, the creator was like, what is it? It's like, you know, 4.45 on a Friday. And you're like, oh, God. All right. I don't know. We got to make another one. I just got done making hamsters. I tell you what, like, what do we? Uh, uh, all right, this one, the genitals are on the outside. But like, <laughs> like, let's see how that goes. <laughs> you know, well, and it's put a like tiny brain, <laughs> right? Exactly. That will sometimes yeah, yeah. make the other brains yeah. shut down. Yeah. yeah, we'll make it think that it's really important. <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, so you know. The so that's the thing about about chastity. It it is both. It's a little paradoxical because um, you can't get hard and you can't come. However, most guys that I know in chastity, it also provides them with the opportunity to talk about their dick all the time. Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> because the... now their dick is a problem. <laughs> Right, even you know, more so, even more so than before. Than That's before, funny. right? Where That's it's not, it's impolite to talk about your dick, but it's like, but, but you know, an instant way to garner sympathy is to say that you're locked up. I mean, I truly, I mean, this is also a whole other conversation, but I truly believe that, like, 
most of the power of BDSM is is in irony, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, ironically, you you know. You, you because you also have to ask for it right you have to right. ask to be controlled you have to right. be like i want like you have to take control in order to lose control and you have to take your dick out of the picture so to speak in order to right talk about your dick all the time right and exactly. like completely fixate on it yeah so okay so do you do you do you find or when you have when you have conversations um with others um uh, is is the idea to make the longing more a sort of central part of your life because you can't like s- satisfy and sort of like refractory and regenerate or is the idea to sort of take it away because it's like too distracting well like most things there's a lot of different ways that you can play with it sure so um so I've done this both as somebody who's been locked and and as a key holder for other people. Mm-hmm. And um, there's um, right now the main person that I do it with is this guy who um, you know lives really far from me. We don't see each other all that often. Mm. And, um, and, but we have this agreement that he can order me to lock up whenever he decides to, whenever he sees fit. And, um, and it is a way for, um, it's a way for me to submit to him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a way to kind of like walk around and sort of feel his, you know, control well yeah yeah yeah. um and occasionally when he orders me to lock up he'll send me like links to porn or like (sighs) particular so so cruel you know so there can be this sort of tease and denial but there's also Mm -hmm. other stuff about it because um you know it after a certain point it can also you you get horny enough that you're like, okay, well, what else feels good? Mm. Right? So it becomes a way that you can start focusing on other parts of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and I'm a person who, um, you know, can orgasm without shooting. Awesome. So that's like, you know, like a, a kind thing, of like everybody. a prostate orgasm or, yeah. a, you know, um, that feels very different, but it, but it also is a way of, you know, getting my head out of like, it's, you know, it has to be this way of, of getting off and no other way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, it allows you to actually, paradoxically, um, change the extent to which you value your dick or not, you know? And so, and, and for a lot of guys, you know, if you have anxiety about getting it up, right? it 
takes that off the table. Right. Cause so it's not, it's to. not going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, some guys experience it as a kind of, um, confidence builder because they don't have to be anxious about performing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and in fact, now, um, Aslan and I think another company sell, um, uh, harnesses, strap-on harnesses that you can wear over a device. Oh, cool. So... Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, I've seen, I mean, I've definitely seen, um, harnesses that are, um, that are not even necessarily just made for over a device, but that are, are made, um, to put, uh, that there's, like, a place to put the syscock, mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm. a place for the, the dildo, so, mm-hmm. you know we could go on and on about all the times that you might want to use a dildo to fuck someone, like, instead of your attached right. dog. Or maybe that's what they want. Right. You know, and maybe it's about, like, no, I'm, no, this is better. Right. You know, like, and and there can be the kind of humiliation aspect of that, there can be, which can yeah. also be really hot. Yeah, it you know? can be, but it doesn't even have to be. You, like... I mean, I think that some people, for a lot of people, the way in would be like the, you know, like your inadequate, like the inadequacy of your mm-hmm. penis. But you know, mm-hmm. also, it's it's okay if right. somebody's penis doesn't last as long as a, you know, right. I mean, often I think people are like the penis tires out before the human tires out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't have an attached cock, but I can like fuck with a strap on mm-hmm. for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours if I did have an attached cock probably it wouldn't last that long but like my hips are like still ready like mm-hmm. fine to go right but anyway that's another that's another yeah. podcast um but uh okay so so there's several things going on there's tease and denial mm-hmm. there's predicament bondage mm-hmm. and there's also a little bit of it's sort of like being collared Totally. Yeah. So there's a, there's like ownership, claiming, control. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's control between two people, but then there's also a little bit of self control. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. you're giving your self control over to somebody else. You're yeah. saying, I don't have enough self control. Yeah. Um, well, and there's, and believe me, there's, people get egotistical about it right away. There's a, there's a site called um locked m for m mm-hmm. that is like sort of the big chastity site mm-hmm. um and uh and one of the things that they have on the site is a counter for how many days you've been locked. oh i'm sure i'm sure you like know. you know it, again that's irony it's like how big is my dick <laughs> by mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. long i can yeah. not touch my dick right um that's adorable Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it seems like there's also a, um, there's also, a, like, a expensive, fun gadget thing to it as yeah. well, where it's like, well, I have the CD 5,000. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, oh, have you, oh, you, well, you haven't lived until you've mm-hmm. put your dick in the mm-hmm. CB 6,000, mm-hmm. right? Right. Well, and this is the, I'm, I mean, this is the other thing about it, is that it is, um, you know, because dicks come in all shapes and sizes, often in the same day, um, they, like, it's, it is, it's difficult, like, the best, the most expensive devices are custom made, um, Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And, uh, but one of the things that I always sort of recommend is, and, and people will sort of ask like, okay, well, what's the best device? I sort of teach a class on this. And, and what I say is like, everyone's mileage is, mileage is going to vary. It's going to be really different for each, for each person. So the safest way to investigate it is, um, you know, luckily on eBay, we have, um, this sort of plethora of different kinds of devices, usually around 30 to $40. Oh, cool. Which means that they are super cheap knockoffs Mm. of higher end devices and you only want to get them so that you can actually try out a couple of different kinds and then decide which high-end version of that you're going to get. Cool. So you want to try it out not giving the key to somebody who's in a different state and not being in it for a month. Yeah. Right. You want to, like, try it out. You want to walk around in it for a day. Right. Exactly. Right. right. Okay. Um, and so you... and And... And it is bondage. So, as I like to say, what is the first rule of bondage? Always knowing how to get out of it. Exactly. Never (laughs) never get into any kind of bondage that you do not know how to get out of. Yes, do I get a gold star? You totally get a gold star. Um, Well, isn't that so interesting, though? Because it's, it's... I feel like... A really big issue for a lot of people is that they want to push the danger and push the. And I completely understand that, like the the danger and excitement is a is a huge is is a turn on and is mm-hmm. a huge part of why why we do a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And it's I guess I it's just I mean it's always about making an informed risk for yourself. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like that's a really that's a really great bottom line which is unfortunate because i think for some people it's like they want the like utter abandon of control of like the further the key (laughs) the literal key to getting out of bondage is from me the more of a turn on it is because like i'm in more yeah danger yeah that's like not sexy danger yeah that's like well you could i mean if you want to delay it you could um, take the additional key. Most locks come with two keys. You know, you can send one to the top. You can um, put the other in an ice cube tray and freeze it, you know, in the in the ice cube. What a cute idea. And then that way it's not immediately available to you. But, you know, the thing that I like to say is that the, the important thing to remember about BDSM is that there is that that like matter or like energy responsibility can neither be created or destroyed mm. so you may there is there is something really hot about offloading your responsibility somewhere else yeah. right your responsibility for your safety to the dom Right. Right, to the top. That can be super hot. But the reality of it is that they are then holding it, and it may not be so hot for them. Like, do you really want to 
um, be in a situation where if you are in an accident yeah. and the person who's responsible for you really getting hurt is someone who cannot take reasonable action for it. Yeah. You know, simply because you thought it was a hotter scene for you not to carry the key. Right, right, right. Because it, it is, in effect, it is a scene, even if the scene goes on for yeah. for a month and you're not actually seeing each other and you're like also going to work and sleeping. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, there it's are any scene. number of reasons why you might have to get out or you might want to get out. Yeah. You know? And so I, um, you know, I carry around when I'm locked. I carry around a spare key on me all the time. Um, I've never used it. Yeah. And I and and I think one of the things that's interesting to me about about the scene as a scene is it never really occurs to me to use it. Like it ne- like it's not like oh, you know, uh this is a little uncomfortable right now. I could just take it off for a couple of hours. Right. I mean, I just wouldn't. I mean, part of uh, another part of of what this is all about is, like, you know, is is magic, right? Is right. is imbuing an object, an act, a word with meaning or significance, like what you're talking about with art, right? right? Exactly. Um, and uh, and that's and the the excitement and the sat- the the satisfaction and also the potential for connection comes from the human imagination and the ability to do that and the ability to say like this scene this scenario this mm-hmm. dynamic like is going to bring me like excitement is going to bring me peace is going to yeah. bring me satisfaction is going to bring me like the all you know whatever i want and so yeah you totally have the ability just as much as you have the ability to say this key that i'm giving to this other person represents like their dominance over me their ownership of me my devotion to them my mm-hmm. submission to them like you can also like imbue a key that you're wearing around your neck is like this is just a safety valve it's not my like cheat sheet mhm yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. That's fun. Well, that's yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just always going to be somebody that recommends that, you know, that somebody's like you know, ha- like we having li- the key. I like We the live in the real picture. world and you just don't yeah. know what might come up at any particular time. Yeah. So, I you know, in in the same way that it is um it, you know, it's it's not hot to, or for me at least, it's not hot to give some bystander a role in some dominant submission scene mm. that I'm going through with with someone else because that bystander didn't consent to it. Right. Um, you know, I'm. I, it's also not hot for me to pretend that the real world doesn't exist Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and in fact you know one of the uh, one of the really um uh devilish things that that um this guy does now is that he will let me out um but then i'm not allowed to come for 24 hours Okay, so see, so that leads me to another issue, or not issue, another point, which is that, um, so I, 
I like bondage. I think bondage is great. I think mm-hmm. rope is great. I think leather is great. I, you know, hanging upside down and like being fully encased in a, mm-hmm. you know, the, the straight jacket. Totally great. Cages, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, collars, leeches, awesome. But to me, there's nothing hotter than somebody who I really, you know, I'm, I'm hot for, who has really got that, that dom thing going mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. who has, you know, who we, I've consented to have control over me, looking at me and saying, don't move. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. psychological bondage, verbal bondage, whatever you want to call it, like, um, that's the sexiest to me when somebody has that much control over me that they can really make it so that I'm like, the last thing that I'm going to do right. is disobey them mm-hmm. by by moving, right? Mm-hmm. So so I suppose one, you know, if, uh, if you don't even want to, like, a step before spending $40 on a knockoff on eBay or dropping mm-hmm. however much, I don't even mm-hmm. know how much a high-end um, mm-hmm. chastity device goes for, mm-hmm. um, or getting a custom one, mm-hmm. a bespoke chastity belt, <laughs> um, would be to play with somebody, um, or I guess you could you could masturbate orgasm control. I mean, there's nothing saying that you can't tell yourself, I mean, the way that you say, like, I'm not going to drink beer this month or whatever, <laughs> like, I'm mm-hmm. going to go vegetarian, like, to mm-hmm. say to yourself, like, I'm not allowed to come until Friday, mm-hmm. or I'm not allowed to come for 24 hours, I'm mm-hmm. not allowed to touch my dick except to pee, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. or to have somebody else do it mm-hmm. and, like, play with that and explore that, even if it's in, like, a scene that happens, like, you're not allowed to come until I, like come back from the bathroom right you know, like even... well one way that uh, one way that i suggest people try it out to see whether or not it's for them because a lot of people are curious about it and a lot of couples are curious about it and mm-hmm. um is that i just suggest getting some vet wrap mm-hmm. and um you can basically uh which is like you know Two bucks a package. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've gone over this on the on the. Not yeah, no, like veterinarian wrap is what. Yeah, yeah. So you can get it from like vet a vet wrap, store. Vet wrap is stuff. Well, you most a, a lot of um, a, a lot of uh, uh, sex toy stores now sell it. It is a, um, it's a latex, uh, saturated cloth oh. that's used to. Um, bind like horses' legs oh, and crazy. and things like that. So if you have a latex sensitivity, it's not going to work for you. Sure. Um, but, but like you any can kind of, like heavy duty saran wrap. Yeah. Or even that PVC bondage tape. Stuff. Yes, that will that will work as well. Although the you probably want to put some duct tape over it because mm-hmm. your sweat will cause it. Like once once moisture gets in there, it will cause it to open up. Okay. So you basically, um, you know, wrap the ball. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
balls in a package, and then flatten the cock against the top of the balls mm. and wrap all of it together, um, leaving an opening at the end for the person to piss out of. Right. And um, that will stop them from getting hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will also make them feel kind of self-conscious about, yeah. you know, sort of the whole, the whole sort of bundle there. <laughs> Um, and the other thing that, one of the things that a lot of guys like is that, um, when you're locked up, it's a little bit like when you get a PA, you kind of have to, um, pee sitting down because it tends to like collect in the device and then drain out. Right. So that's its own humiliation. So that has its own, uh, yeah, potential for humiliation, but also like a kind of consciousness that you sort of, and, and I think that's the the main thing with it it's like orgasm denial can be one thing but it doesn't have that component of making you physically conscious of the control or really having to modify your behavior right 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 you know yes um so uh you can do that sort of vet rap thing for like a weekend yeah you know and and see how that goes and see what that see what that feels like for some people, it is um, really enticing. For others, it's like it just they're they're like nuts, and they they really can't handle it. Yeah. And I, you know, so it's interesting. I mean, that's another level of the irony, right? Is that you're you're making uh, every in a way you're making every moment more sexual Mm -hmm. because you're being constantly reminded when you're doing otherwise mundane things Mm -hmm. about this scene yes this like psychological control yeah and physical control scene that you're engaging in um so you're like making every moment more sexual by making no moments Mm -hmm. well by making the the process of release i mean if you think about it for a lot of guys you know what's the what's the cliche about men it's like they you know they will do anything to get off well there's that <laughs> um and there's some hilarious things about like you know the you know you wear the device long enough and you're kind of like maybe I'm feeling that there's there's some friction in there that <laughs> might that might actually work oh my god right um, but there's also the, you know, the cliche is that they like climb on and pound away and, you know, and right. three minutes later they, they're done and they grunt and they roll over and fall asleep. And so it's... I'm like that. So. <laughs> I, you know, I am a child of the 70s, so no, no, no. <laughs> Hours of oral sex before, like, is that I a even 70s get... thing. No wonder I love all the music from the 70s. I, you know, look, is I, it really about just hours of oral sex? Is that what I grew up like three blocks away from one of the first uh women's bookstores in New York, which is what and where it was. I think it was called Woman Books. It was on with the Upper y, West Side. With a Y. No, <laughs> okay, no. Sorry, I'm sorry. Not yet, but um, but uh, you <laughs> on know, the Upper I, West Side. On the Upper West Side, 
And I used to, like, go by and, like, like stand outside and not go in. Sure. Because it's women's space and, sure, you know, sure. et cetera, awesome. et cetera. Um, but I, you know, was always very, like... I always thought it was really cool that women had, you know, I used to listen to, like, WBAI, was a, you know, a Pacifica radio station here in New York, had um, a, they had an early program of, like, um, gay stuff in the early 70s, and then uh, I think before it was a women's music program, so, like... Believe me, I had a copy of Our Bodies Ourselves. I knew how to examine my cervix. <laughs> like, all that stuff. Yeah. You know? So While you're listening to, like, Joan Baez. Uh, oh, Meg Christensen. No, 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 no. No, that's, that's the pop end. We're talking, oh, okay. We're okay. talking filling up and spilling over. It's nice. very, very Chris Lydia Williamson. Lunch, uh, maybe, <laughs> no. Okay, I'm just... I'm just I'm just fan. I, you know, I mean, I sit around all day being like, you know, if I if I was in New York in 1977, what what would I be doing? But well, that yes, but but like we're but we're talking about a few years before that. Okay, so okay. that's before that stuff hit. Okay, um, but uh, <laughs> anyway. So anyway, um, disco and pussy. Eating. So so yeah, like but like it was it was shocking to me when I had a. a a girlfriend in college who did not like to be eaten out. Yeah. Like, and I was, I was like floored. You're like, I'm hungry. Well, I, I'm hungry and I know that I'm supposed to. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, and you know, it's, it's fun for me and I, and I knew that I was supposed to. Anyway. Well, um, but, but no, so, so, uh, so to go back, back to, to something that you were saying earlier that like part of if you if you if, if you like if coming and then rolling over the, if your right. dick is out of the the picture then all of a sudden you're like well we're gonna fuck there's all this other stuff we can do stuff that we can do and also that sort of like or like that building sexual tension getting turned off by having the orgasm right 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 that doesn't happen right so you so. So there isn't an immediate sort of off switch and to that, right? And sleepiness. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. Wait. I want to know. Um, this is the thing that that has always been uh, curious to me. Is so you're you're wearing the device, and it, it's sort mm-hmm. of like. Um, it's like a, it's like a shell. You're like Han Solo right. in there. Right. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and, and so, so you're, uh, so something, you know, and so then your, your top has also sent you this porno and you're, you're watching it and you start mm-hmm. and you're starting to get turned on and you're starting to get hard. Mm-hmm. So, so the dick like sort of reaches, it sort of starts like, you know, becoming engorged and expanding mm-hmm. and then it's sort of like hits its its limit and then it just kind of like deflates after a while because it's got nowhere to go 
I, I deflate after the wrong yeah word. no 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 that is that is word. that is that is the right word uh, I mean it yeah because and after a while is is exactly right yeah and so one of the things this, like half chub and then you're like and then you're like you, you can't really do anything yeah. and um and similarly like waking up in the morning morning wood sure sure that's often when it is the most painful right because what's is sort it of happening. Painful? Well, you have, like, the whole sort of thing, like, okay, so there's, imagine that the ring is here, and Uh it's attached to this thing that's in the shaft. Sure. And then as this gets hard, it's, like, pushing the whole thing forward. Okay. So what's starting to happen is that, like, the balls are sort of getting pulled on, or the skin that's around there starts to get pinched. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that can be... um, that can be kind of painful. Gosh, I'm sure for somebody who is a masochist, um, especially like about their dick or their like cock and balls that, that, yeah. that then, you know, it hurts. And then they're like more turned on, but then the mm-hmm. reason it hurts. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I'm sure for some people there's like the pain and that's like an aversion and like an mm-hmm. instant turn off. But right. for some people it's like pain and then that right. exacerbates the yeah. arousal. And there are some devices that have um, uh, small spikes inside, so that are really like, like designed. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, spikes. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Um. So yeah, it's it is. Uh. Yeah, there's there is that there is that frustration, yeah. um, and and I find that like in the day to day thing, there, it go you go through periods of where everything seems to be intensely sexual, right? And then like waves where you're just like not, it's not even conscious, huh? You know, um, well, yeah, I mean. That's yet another element of it is the naughty thrill of the sort of like the secret fetish or the secret kink, which is, Mm -hmm. and and this is in a good way because sometimes people like to sort of have their like secret naughtiness and then they, like you were saying earlier, they um, sort of unconsensually like involve other people in their naughtiness, Right. right? Whereas this is actually like quite well within the, the realm of consent that you could, that because it's in your pants, mm-hmm. right? So right. it's in your pants, and you are maybe, like, excited by the fact that you're on the subway, and nobody knows mm-hmm. what I've got in mm-hmm. my pants, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. nobody at the office knows, mm-hmm. this other person doesn't know, and then, um, uh, you know, but, but nobody has to have it, like, rubbed in their face. Right. Right. That's cool. That's fun. Um, again, it's like, but then of course I'm sure for some people that who are maybe like exhibitionists that they start to be turned on by that and then they feel the frustration and the discomfort Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and it just, um, continues. Yeah. So it can be psychologically complex. Yeah, definitely. No doubt about that. And, and I think that, um, it's like most things in King that, that there's, the there's the thing that you're doing there's the there's the operation there's the act there's the scene mm-hmm. 
and then there's the meaning that comes out of it right and it can be it, it's not always going to be consistent and it's not always going to be the right thing yeah and it's not um it it's not automatically going to work in the way that you expect it to that's that's fun yeah <laughs> yes and no i mean there's um like there have been times when it has not been fun like there have been times when i've yeah. been locked up without and generally our our um our agreement is that i don't know how long the period of time is going to be wow you know yeah i feel I like get, it, it's get different like ordered if, into it like if i have to wait in a line and i know that i'm going to be waiting for 15 minutes I can totally handle that but if I'm in a line and I don't know how long I'm gonna be waiting that's like what totally drives me crazy mm -hmm. I would rather wait for longer knowing and know when it was done that it was then wait for a shorter period of time and, yeah. and not know yeah yeah sometimes that arbitrariness is very hot yeah sometimes it is um, kind of distressing because you know it it would be a different thing um, if uh, he and I were not Polly, right. for example. Right. So we both know that um, uh, you know there are gonna we're gonna be involved with and playing with other people. Right. And, uh, and so in a sense, and so he's, some, sort of, he's denying the use of your dick to other people as well. Right. Right. And sometimes he'll grant it to other people. I mean, there's people that we, that, that we both know, um, like for example, recently I went to this event and we were talking about, right. um, and, uh, and I was locked. Yeah. And. Uh, without any real instructions, except that one other person had permission to take me out, you know, when they wanted. That's fun. It was fun. It was also a little crazy-making, because, <laughs> you know, one of the things that characterizes that event is that you meet new people, and you might want to do right. something, and there's to have... You know, logically, I could know that there, well, there's, you know, an infinite number of things I could do. Right. And only a couple of things that I couldn't do. Right. Um, but still, it was that feeling of ownership and control, you know, in the absence of an immediate way to check in. Yeah. Had some real frustrations in it. For me. So what, I mean, and this, this is subjective, um, but what, uh, but maybe you can answer for you, what is the difference between the delicious frustration that is clearly the motivation for this or this kind of mm -hmm. thing and 
just straight up agony of frustration like this is actually like not okay mm-hmm. like what's the where where is that where's that point for you i think it has to do um for me with what's the kind of attention i'm receiving mm-hmm. um when when i'm you know not at a kink event and it's just sort of during the day, there's something kind of wonderful about knowing that, you know, that I you was thought about that. You feel close to this person extent. who's far away. Exactly. Um, and in fact, when, it, you know, we've done, we've done it when we've both been at the same event. Mm-hmm. And that has been really hot. Yeah. You know, because, and it's also been really helpful because it has provided me with an easy way to... Um, uh, well, A, we've played with different ways for me to get out, like for how I was going to like earn the privilege of getting out. But also, um, it's provided me with an easy out for not interacting with people that I don't, you know, necessarily have the right feeling about Mm. and I don't have to be discourteous. (laughs) Right. You just be like, look, I'm, I, I'm you, know, you know, we have an agreement for this weekend, so I have to check in with him and right. whether or not, you know, I can get permission. Yeah. Um, if only, if only it was that easy with everybody that comes on to you. Or you yeah. Just be like, yeah. Yeah. I just have to. Yeah. I have to, I have I have to, to ask. I'm, I'm sorry. In my iron panties. I'm yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's that's another thing that can be like a real benefit of it. I think that the problem with this event was that it was, um, I felt the control without necessarily feeling the attention. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there wasn't that kind of, you know, pleasurable reminder. It just felt kind of, you know. Annoying. I won't say owner, <laughs> I don't want to say like onerous, but it, it, um, it felt limiting rather than connecting. So you were saying that you have been the key holder for other people as well. Mm-hmm. So can you speak to that side of it? Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really even talked about that at all. Like what would yeah. motivate someone for wanting to put somebody else in chastity? A lot of it is mm-hmm. sort of self-evident. You kind of invert the things that we've been talking about, the, 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 you know, if you like to control someone, if you want to own someone, you know, uh, if you want to humiliate someone, certainly there can be like, for, you know, like putting a, putting a man in chastity, there can be an element of like punishing them for like, either on behalf of their entire gender or <laughs> them yeah. specifically yeah, for yeah. being, for being overly sexual, for being too yeah. focused on their dick, for, yeah. you know, for all men being too yeah. focused on their dick, et cetera, et cetera. But what are some, what are some other reasons for wanting well, to be a key holder? You, you touched on some of it. Um, uh, you know, the first thing you learn when you start doing chastity scenes is that time is the universal currency. Mm-hmm. As soon as anybody doesn't like anything, does something that you don't like, that's immediately translatable into time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so so that's another day. <laughs> and um, oh my god, that's and so funny. Uh, I'll 
an example of this is um, a friend of mine and I are participate in a sort of ongoing floating uh, poker game that's that's mm. been around for years. It's used to be part of the um, hot ash, like the cigar um, fun. group. Um, uh, and so both of us, I, I know that he really likes chastity. And so we were playing in a game and I was like, okay, I tell you what, we'll make a side bet. Mm. Um, and, you know, we'll look at our winnings at the end of the night and whoever is one more, um, gets to lock the other one up mm. and, um, and it'll be for the, like a day for each dollar in the difference. Nice. So... I came out twenty nine dollars ahead nice. of him. Nice. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, and so had him locked, and um, and he is somebody who is very much into the sort of frustration and edging part of it. Right. So he like loves to be locked and watch porn every evening. So I was like, okay, I want to report. You know, send me send me the porn report on what it was that you were watching each uh, night. I and no, go ahead. So, you know, for me, I I um I like obedience, mm. and I like obedience that doesn't come with a lot of enforcement. I'm not big on punishment. Mm. Like I don't, I don't. I, I don't respond well to um, people who are bratty. You know, I'm like, right. I'm like, I'll, I will give you attention without you having to act out around it to get negative attention. Yeah, it sort of seems, I'm trying to imagine somebody being bratty about their chastity. And I'm just, it's like not, I'm sure there are some some people people who, can be bratty about anything. Sure. Yeah. Sure, but I'm. It also sort of seems like it would make somebody. Um, the stakes are. Right. Are, the stakes are right. high. I mean, your, I also, satis your satisfaction yeah. is at stake. Yeah, I also just like suggestibility. Right. So I so I really like, you know, if I'm if I'm chatting with somebody online and and. You know that it may come up that we're like sort of talking about chastity, and I'll mm. be like, okay, so, um, you know, how long have you done it for? And they'll say whatever it is. And I'm like, yeah. well, do you have a do you have a device in the house? Hmm. And like, why don't you just put it on now? Yeah. We'll just see what happens. Because you just said it doesn't even it doesn't even have to be. Um punishment because it can also right. be a reward right it can right. be like if you're good right i'll right. let you take it off yeah and it's just like okay just put it on now and let's just see what happens yeah you know i i you know um and that's like a very sort of casual kind of topping yeah but i kind of like i kind of love that like i like my favorite kind of topping is that you we both come to the agreement that it's better when you do what I say <laughs> right right so it's just better yeah 
it's just so so you should go I should just trust you you yeah. should go do that now because it's just better when when you do what i say mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i like that i like that it tends to you know makes people blush <laughs> A i don't bit. know what you're talking about <laughs> um so what um i mean i definitely can relate or can imagine um, like you mentioned the word edging, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can definitely imagine that like there will be times when I, um, sort of like approach coming mm -hmm. and I will like consciously back off. Exactly. Um, because the, because the payoff is a harder orgasm mm -hmm. or, or getting to the point where I'm like mm -hmm. having multiple orgasms or like, mm -hmm. you know, ejaculation or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so I can I can imagine that the satisfaction of um, the first time that you have an orgasm after being in mm -hmm. custody is usually probably pretty fabulous. Mm -hmm. Is mm -hmm. that is that the case? It it can be. It's yeah. not not always, but but usually, yeah. 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 Um, and and it can also be that. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to play with it. Some guys are really into, um, like, a, a, you know, sort of additional kinds of frustration, right? So I'm going to let you out. You have, like, three minutes to come. Oh. And if you can't come, you got to go back in. Yeah. Oh, man. That's you, rough. you must not want it as, uh, that much. <laughs> I mean, you're busy complaining about it and complaining about how you can't come, so you got three full minutes. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, that's... Oh, my God. The, you know, those sorts of scenes where you set people up for failure. Right. In the, you know... That's predicament bondage, in yeah. a way. Yeah. 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 Um, fun. Yeah. Not the same as punishment. No. no, but but it can be also about um, you know a lot of a lot of you know religions also you know put forward chastity as a as a virtue and sure. a lot of ascetics take vows of chastity and, and that is true. You know there can be also I I don't want to make it seem like it's all super sexual there can be like I, like i've i've met guys who are in long-term ms relationships master slave relationships right who um you know basically are in chastity relatively constantly. Hmm. And it is really, um, you know, their master told them to give that up, and so they gave it up for them. Yeah. That was that. To serve a higher power. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, as as we say in the kink community, that's not quite my path. <laughs> Do we say that? <laughs> <laughs> By we, I mean them. Uh, that's that's not that's not my path today. 
but I certainly it, honor. You know, until, until I honor the, those who walk it. Un, yeah, until the right hot person asks for it, it's not. It's not your bad. Yeah, well, that is the funny thing about kink, right? Yeah. It's like the right person asks you for something that you never thought you would ever ever do, and then suddenly there you are doing it. I mean, it is a beautiful thing to. So I, I suppose it can be. It can be an expression of dominance and submission of master slave um in in a way of of sadomasochism because we did talk about there's like a pain Mm -hmm. um element um to it um and i'm sure yeah an expression of of obedience and ownership and and intimacy Mm -hmm. um i'm i'm sure although i would imagine that some people probably do it well you were talking about m for m like like some people do it anonymously I mean, that's uh, not, that, that, yes. there's, like, danger yeah. to yeah. that. And there's guys who, um... Not complete anonymity, mm-hmm. anonymity but, um, mm-hmm. but, like, not necessarily somebody yeah. that they're, like, intimate with. Yeah, and one thing that you touched on earlier that I wanted to go back to is that, um, uh, one thing that I find really hot is locking up straight-identified guys. <laughs> And, not sorry. That's, and, that's, that's, and, that's and, funny. That's, and, that's devilish. You know, yeah. and there are guys who are... Um, Specifically interested in having a gay man. Yeah. Why, why yeah. is that? I mean, you know, check your privilege. There, you know, and, and I would say that in some ways, you know, we could go down the rabbit hole of, you know... Why are some why are why is it usually straight men who are into sissification? Right. You know why? Like, is that misogyny that they think that women are so low that to be right. like made woman-like or made sissy-like is the lowest that they could possibly go? So that's why they play with that. And that to be made into a woman they have to be this they have to be a super slut or they have to right. be like a like a baby. Right, or, right. Yeah, yeah, no I'm you know we could go down that rabbit hole. And and so there may be um a level of homophobia sure. underneath that um that it's like that's the worst thing that you could do is to give control of your dick over to a faggot. I mean, that's but the same to be, as giving the, to, the to be control honest. over to a woman. I mean, in the sense of it being mm-hmm. like, oh, the worst thing I could do is to let. Oh, oh, I don't I have no idea what it's like to have a woman have control over mm-hmm. me. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, if if that is lurking there, I don't care. Yeah, it's it's you know it's hot for me, um, in part because. Um, I don't like patriarchy, and I like fucking with it. I, so I don't like it. Either. <laughs> let's fuck with it. Yeah, let's take a controversial position. Here. <laughs> I, don't, no, I don't know if patriarchy my is are patriarchy is be... got a bum rap. You know? I don't know. You know what? Said said no one ever. Said no one ever. Actually, unfortunately, that's not true. But um, uh, but those, those, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Let's um, yeah, let's fuck with the patriarchy and by by putting it in chest. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, on that note, who would you like to put in chastity? Like, who's your dream person to put in chastity? Oh, wow. 
because that it's is like, a, that because is a, you were like giving a them really a, good question. You're, Nobody's you're ever giving, asked me that before. But you're giving them, you know, it's like I'm, I'm my initial when when I ask myself that question, the initial people that I start to think of are like people who I find really repulsive. Like I don't who? know for some who? for some reason like Eminem was like the first person that came into my head. <laughs> Maybe because we were just talking about the patriarchy, um, and you know, uh, people who are overrated. But I, I, I love, I love that. But then again, it's like he, that's too much. He should just be. I just want to ignore him. See that it's too much attention. That is the that is the thing. I mean, that's the funny thing is that you end up having to sort of think about them and babysit them. Um. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who would I, who would I like to have locked up? Um, I'd like to, I would totally be into, like, locking up Nick Frost for my own private use. (laughs) Cool. I mean, one, because he'd, like, you know, Use his mouth. Yeah, and I think he's got a pretty mouth. Um, but also, I think he would like have this. Like, I love guys that are sort of like hangdog and embarrassed about um. their, like when you tease them, mm. like that they're kind of in it, but they're kind of blushing and embarrassed to admit that they're kind of in it, and I love. Love, love, love teasing guys like that. Um, and so I, I bet he would do that. And then he would be a real... I think he's a really fun fuck. So I think he'd be a really fun fuck when you let him out. It'd be like a, like a dog let off a leash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's okay. Well, now I've just got to... <laughs> now I've just got to think about that a little bit. Well, thank thank you. I think we're unless do you have any other closing? No. <laughs> no, I mean I would, you know, if people are listening to it, I would, you know, try it out. Oh, the uh, you know, the other thing that I would say that if you're going to do that, like once you sort of test out the weekend with the vet rap. Yeah. Um and then you sort of graduate to the like 20, 30 dollar devices. Mm-hmm. Try them on and walk around in them. Like, spend some time in them because a lot of them look cool and they have, like, crazy, like, moving parts or whatever. Yeah. But, like, one of the things about your dick is that it's, like, constantly, like, changing size and shape throughout the day. Yeah. And it's, there's a lot of loose skin and things get pinched and things get abraded and you very quickly will learn, like, the design that looks super cool. Right. Because it's, like, the most, like, sort of steampunky cage-like looking. Sure. It has, like, a wizard on it. Yeah, right. It was going to make you feel horrible because it has all these places where it's going to pinch your dick. and, And, you know, that will be really painful. So that's why you, you know, try out different... Um, different kinds and really like for fit and long-term comfort before you invest. It's kind of like a nice pair of shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you gotta, gotta walk a mile in them. Yes. Yeah, break them in. <laughs> cool. Um, well, thank you so much for 
being on the show, and I hope you have a wonderful Pride weekend. Thanks for asking me. you end up end up doing, and um, is there anything that you're working on right now that you that you want to talk to the listeners about? Um, no, not necessarily. I'm going to be teaching at uh, Test Fest, but that's next weekend. Mm. Um, no. Not but really. You, you do you teach a class on chastity? Down I here. will be I will be teaching the the chastity class at Test Fest this this um, uh, this weekend. Yes. Cool. And and but you'll you'll be teaching. And and look yeah. for me around. I have like a list of the classes that I teach on on Fet Fest. I'm always I'm not on Fet Fest on Fet Life. On Fet Life, right, right. And, right. and um, we can find we can find you on on Fet Life as as Nalen. Yes. Um, and I'm always happy to go to different places and teach. I, that's one of my favorite things to do is like cool. I love to travel and teach. Sweet. Well, I'm sure that somebody will yeah. jet you out and Yeah. Uh, and it allows you. me to get like indulge my fetish for like locking guys up indirectly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. It's spreading your influence. Yes. Yeah, fabulous. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. We'll, well see you soon. Thanks for asking me. Smitten Kitten is not only a place for all of your sex supply needs, they also have a wonderful collection of high-quality BDSM toys. Plus, they have an amazing staff that won't judge your kinks, making them a perfect place to shop for all the accoutrement you need. They are our generous sponsors, and that makes this podcast a reality, so don't deny them any of your love. My guest next time is the host and producer of one of the most popular sex podcasts out there, Audio Smut. Her name is Mitra Kaboli, and she decided that she wanted to talk about why are people into teasing. Speaking of tease and denial, that's all I'm going to tell you for now, so you'll just have to come back in a few weeks. Till then, I'm Tina Horn. Thanks for downloading or streaming episode 12 of Why Are People Into That? Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.